0: What if you're traveling and you go to a hotel or maybe it's an Airbnb? You've taken the time off work, you have spent a ton of money, and you show up and there's signs of water damage, and there might be even signs of mold in your Airbnb. Yes, you could move, you could choose a different hotel room, but what if multiple rooms are showing signs of water damage? This is what I'm going to address today how to combat mold when you travel. I'm Dr. Emily Kybird. I'm a chiropractor and movement expert. I help women with Hashimoto's learn how to work out without the burnout, and I also help women start to identify root causes contributing to that inflammatory load that leads to Hashimoto's, that autoimmune thyroiditis. So I bring this up because last week I took a 10-day ski trip with my kids and my husband in Utah. We stayed at four different Airbnbs and three out of the four had signs of water damage. And the three also had signs of mold. So the first Airbnb I stayed at was in Snow Basin and the unit was, it was a townhouse. It was gorgeous. It was three levels, three bedrooms, you know, all the bells and whistles. And there was signs of water damage in the master bedroom, right around a ventilation vent coming from the ceiling. And then about five feet away, another sign of water damage, about a foot in diameter. And so I texted the owner. I was like, Hey, I noticed there's signs of water damage. She's like, Yeah, one of the gutters overflowed with water. It leaked into the house. I had brought someone out. They said that it wasn't a big enough water event for mold to happen. And I was kind of like, Well, mold doesn't work like that. It's not like a big water event means mold and a little water event means no mold. You have to test, not guess. She's like, Well, I'm having someone come out next week. We were only there for three days, so I wasn't going to make a fuss about it. I was there with my family and my mother, who's 73. Yes, could we have packed up, found another Airbnb, gone through the hassle? 100%. But I wanted to go skiing. I wanted to get out with my day. I didn't want to spend a whole day trying to find a new unit, trying to get out of paying for the water damage unit. That was a choice. And I know some of you might be thinking, but M, it's super dry in Utah. There's no mold there. Well, I can tell you from experience living in Colorado, which is also very dry, that I looked at about 20 different rentals and every single one had water damage. And even if it's dry, mold can grow within 24 hours of a water damage event. If I was in a hotel, I'd ask for another room. If there's water damage in one room, the mycotoxin particles that are getting breathed in, are probably traveling through the air filtration system, the HVAC, through the entire hotel. So I'm gonna share my six tips, six things I travel with in order to mitigate the mold exposure when it does happen. And so the number one thing I recommend is to travel with an air filter. And I know you're thinking, Em, you're crazy, but we drove, right? So I could put in my favorite air filter brand, Intellipure. They're actually having a sale right now. 35% off Ultrafine 468 unit and then 50% off their compact unit. Their compact unit, I actually travel with when I travel by air and I'll stick it in a check-in and I know my husband thinks I'm crazy for doing this, but it has saved me more times than I can count on my hands. So I'll drop a link into the show notes to help you get to those sales of Intellipure. Intellipure doesn't do sales often. They have the most robust units. I have some other air filters, Molecule and Air Doctor. And I have to say, is my favorite. So I got three IntelliPure units in 2015 because we lived in a ground floor condo in Brooklyn. So there was literally like five feet of sidewalk and then the road in front of our windows. And there was black particulate matter on the windows. And I was like, it's the middle of winter. We never open the windows. They're closed like 99% of the time, but there's still that particulate matter, like that fine black dust collecting on the windowsills. My kid's changing pad, changing his diapers, was right next to the window. And there was like black particulate matter on his changing pad with the windows closed. And there's a speed bump right in front of our windows. So every time someone's kind of going right in front of our windows, they're hitting the brakes and... Every time you hit the brakes, there is this release of particulate matter into the air. So it was getting into our house. We were breathing it in. I wanted to mitigate that. So I got three Intellipure units, the Ultrafine 468 unit, which is a bigger unit than the Compact. And I slept better. I breathed better. I wasn't getting headaches in the house. And so one of the beautiful things about Intellipure is that it meets the HEPA standard. It removes 100% of a particulate matter at the size of a 0.3 micron. And then it has this really interesting disinfecting filtration system technology. It's a patented technology It's called DFS, and their technology has been studied. And it's one of the only technologies proven to capture 99% of particles as small as 0.007 microns in size. So it actually exceeds the HEPA standards in terms of removing really, really small and fine-sized particulates, including viruses, which is one of the world's smallest microbes. So I travel with an Intellipure, by car, by air. They're having a sale right now, I think until April 28th. Go to the show notes, get the link. You will thank me. And so will your lungs the Hashi brain fog will start to lift. Number two is I travel with binders. About a quarter of my suitcase is filled with different supplements, including binders. I know my husband thinks I'm crazy for doing this, but it has saved me countless times. So what is a binder? If you think about a water damaged space and let's say there's mold growth, one of the byproducts of mold is mycotoxins. Is it actually a smaller particle than mold? And they don't just get into your intestines and sit there waiting to be bound by a binder. They actually are absorbed through the respiratory system. So we breathe them in or they are absorbed through the skin into the bloodstream. And then they get carried out um, from the bloodstream into the liver and packaged up uh, by bile in the gallbladder. So mycotoxin carrying bile then gets secreted and travels into the intestines where it is pooped out if it is bound, okay? So it's not like mycotoxin just kind of floating around the intestines waiting to be bound. You're packaged up in the liver, they're bound to bile, <clears throat> they're bile secreted in the intestines, and then if you're taking a binder, it can get bound in the intestines and pooped out. So what binds to bile? Well, the most least offensive (laughs) binder, the most gentle, I should say, would be any insoluble fiber, flax seeds, psyllium husks are great. A great resource for this is Jill Krista. She's a naturopathic physician out of the Midwest. She's been on Thyroid Strong Podcast. I'll drop an episode into the show notes so you can resource that. Other binders that I travel with, let's say it's like the next step up from flaxseed and psyllium husk would be charcoal benetite clay zeolite clay two of the ones that i travel with quicksilver scientific ultra binder sensitive formula because i am a sensitive being when i take binders depending on the one it affects me the other one i travel with is gi detox it is a gentle full spectrum binder it has zeolite clay it's a proprietary herbal blend activated charcoal Aloe vera, silica, apple pectin, humic acid, fulvic acid. These are in pills. I like to do the pills versus the powder. The powder gets really chalky and I don't like that. (laughs) So I take the pills. And then I travel with a prescription binder. The two prescription binders are WellCall and Cholestyramine. I travel with Cholestyramine um, and I respond to that well. It doesn't totally take me down with very strong detox reactions. So number two is I always travel with a binder. Just in case, I can't tell you how many times I've checked into a hotel or an Airbnb, I would say 80% of the time there's water damage. And I know water damage doesn't necessarily mean 100% mold exposure, but I'm also gonna say 24 hours of after a water event, mold can grow. And so if someone hasn't remediated, pulled out the water damage material like cut it out and replaced it, there could be mold, right? So is as well, protect yourself, be proactive. Number three is I make sure that my detox pathways are open, they're moving, they're not blocked, there's not stagnation, especially if you're gonna take a binder, you wanna make sure your detox pathways are flowing. And when I talk about detox pathways, I'm talking about our pooping, our peeing, our sweating, And so let's address pooping first. I'll take magnesium oxide at night. I'll take cell core bowel mover just to make sure I'm pooping, especially with traveling, especially to a drier climate. It can be constipating, right? So we want to make sure our bowels are moving because that is, if we do take a binder, how the mycotoxins will move out of our body. So I'll drop a link for mold protocol. Supplement-wise, into the show notes, so you can take a look and get very easy access to those. I want to make sure I'm peeing, so I stay hydrated. I do like to take electrolytes occasionally. I like Element L M N T electrolytes. Super yum. Not no fillers, right? It's just very pure. The other thing I bring is I bring a like a dry brush to dry skin brush to move things through the lymphatic system. And I'll brush before I get in the shower and then I'll shower off. I always brush towards the heart, right? So you start distal, work proximal towards the heart. You don't want to brush away from the heart because then you'll cause lymph stagnation in your extremities. And then I like to sweat. So I'm either going to try and work out. I'm going to jump in a sauna if I have access to it. Usually working out is the easiest way. And then lastly, because mold can colonize in the nasal cavities, I do a nutty pot. And I do a neti pot with Citra Drops from Microbalance Health Products. I'll drop a link in the show notes. It's a blend of grapefruit, seed, lemon seed, lime seed, tangerine, mandarin oils. It just helps flush out the nasal passages, making sure your detox pathways are not blocked. Number four, I try to get out of the house. The more you're in a moldy environment, the more exposure you're going to potentially have. That's not hard if I was you know if you're skiing all day, so we were outside from probably 9 a.m until four. when the lifts close, we'd come back, we'd eat or we'd rest and then we'd go out to dinner so I try to get out of the house as much as possible. Not hard if you have a very active family and an active vacation, and then I try to open the windows in the space just to get airflow. number five is I reset my nervous system. I have what I feel like is very massive PTSD from multiple mold exposure units and just feeling terrible. Mold mimics Hashimoto symptoms. So mold exposure symptoms mimic Hashimoto symptoms. Brain fog, weight gain, fatigue, hair loss can also mimic MS, like neurological symptoms. So that can be very triggering. Sophie Shepard, one of my friends, she was on the podcast episode 109. I'll drop that link in the notes. She's like, When you walk into a space, you want to do butterfly taps. So you hook your thumbs together so that your fingers are pointing away from one another, the rest of your fingers, and you're going to tap right under your collarbones. It's going to calm the nervous system. And you're going to tell yourself, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. So she shared that in episode 109. I used to walk into a space and get totally paralyzed and go into fight and flight. And I could feel it. And now I don't. I can be in that space knowing I have all the tools to take care of my body. And I have reset tools for my nervous system, extending the exhale twice as long as the inhale, butterfly taps, words to tell myself that I'm okay and I'm not gonna be there forever. Number six is I bring supplements for mitochondrial health and immune support. So I bring Apex Energetics, trisomal glutathione, vitamin C. I bring a phosphatidylserine complex for any sort of brain fog. I love that stuff. Digestive enzymes, NAD, which helps with DNA repair and immune cell function. High dose omega-3, three grams a day, helps with inflammation. Alpha lipoic acid, ALA, very effective mycotoxin detoxifier. Similar to NAC in terms of its chemical composition but it helps fight against inflammation and also helps stabilize blood sugar. So I take about 600 milligrams twice per day, take it with food. For really sensitive people, and I'm a sensitive person, that might be too much. So you might want to start at a lower dose. Those are some of the things that I travel with. I would say, yes, a quarter of my suitcase is supplements and I have to make room for them. But I hope this helps because there's nothing worse than taking the time off from work, asking for work for that time off if you have an employer, or if you are the <laughs> employer, taking that time off, potentially losing revenue you could be bringing in, spending money, right? These, these Airbnbs were all over $600, up to $1,000 a night, and they all had water damage, so crazy. And some of them, it wasn't like old building water damage, there was new building with water damage, old building. Obviously, an older building is going to have more potential for water damage events, but oh, have the tools to support you while you're there so that you can still enjoy vacation, right? So number one is the air filter. Number two is a binder. Number three is tools to make sure your detox pathways are open. Number four is just get out of the house, open the windows when you're not there. Number five is just little tools to reset your nervous system so you're not getting triggered every time you're in the unit. And then number six, different supplements to help support mitochondrial health, inflammation, cellular health, brain brain health. If you found this episode helpful, it do me a huge, huge favor so that I can bring on more amazing guests to deliver information to you. Leave a review, share the word with your Hashi sisters and friends about Thyroid Strong Podcast. All right, ladies, I'll see you next time.